Now, this is not going to be pretty. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content. I want to go somewhere that's bursting with house bombs. And welcome back to Meet at the Bronze. I am Meg, uh, your Buffy expert. And I am Quatina, your Buffy virgin. And we are here to talk about episode five of season two, Reptile Boy. Okay. This, uh, this, this is a good episode, actually. I think you're, you're going to like it. I hope so. Um, let's get into the wine pairing because I've, I've sort of yeah. been uh, curious all, gross all day. Right now. Yeah. So it's like most of the pairings, it's not going to make any sense to you until we've started watching. Oh, you're just reaching super No, actually, this is weirdly maybe one of the lesser reaches that mm-hmm. I've made. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God damn it. You know what? There was a wine yesterday that was called Rattlesnake, and that would have worked so perfectly yeah. for this. Damn it. And it was like a good wine, too. It was by like a famous winemaker. This is, okay, so... Again, this will make sense as we get into the episode. Tonight's wine is Apothic Brew. So this is actually a red wine blend infused with cold brew coffee. (laughs) This is theoretically in response to demand for cold brew coffee, which actually I'm a huge fan of cold brew coffee. Love it. Don't get the difference. In the U.S., uh, the demand for that grew 430% between 2015 and 2017. What the fuck? Because cold brew coffee is unique in that, yes, it requires more coffee grounds than traditional coffee, but because it doesn't introduce any heat to the bean, it it lacks the bitterness of a lot of coffees. So it's very smooth and rich and aromatic and delicious and amazing. And I love cold brew coffee. So that's the appeal. I actually frequent, it also manages to extract, I I feel like the thing is hot coffee extracts something like 20% of the caffeine from the bean. Mm -hmm. Cold brew coffee extracts 60%. Oh shit. So like forget about espressos and all that, just cold brew coffee. Um, What I like to do is at night, I'll actually put the coffee and just room temperature water into my French press Mm. and then just put it in the fridge because it's got to steep basically overnight Mm. since there's no heat to extract everything. It's a long process. But then I just do that in the French press and it works brilliantly. It's great. makes sense. Yeah. And it's just so smooth and delicious and I love it. Um, So anyways, this was capitalizing. Theoretically, the maker, the winemaker at Apothic was drinking cold brew coffee one day and was struck by how similar some of the flavors were to some of her favorite red wine blends. So um, they then developed a method of infusing cold brew coffee into a red wine blend. Now, I couldn't find really anything anywhere explaining what the grapes were in this red wine blend, which already makes me super suspect as to like what the hell am I drinking okay um I mean this coffee is like 9.99 a bottle so you know I, I don't know okay. um I've read some things that said it was probably Cabernet based with some Zinfandel some Merlot maybe some Pinot Noir 
there's no vintage, so there's no like how old this is. It's a pretty young okay. wine. Um, they say it's a pretty low alcohol content, only about thirteen and a half percent. But then I read somewhere once you drink it, it feels very hot, which means high alcohol. Like it just kind of tastes boozy. Mm-hmm. So they, a lot of people think it's more than that. Um, they won't say how they infuse the wine. They won't say what exactly is in it. Uh, we're supposed to get on the nose, mocha, toasted oak, cocoa beans, and the flavor should be chocolate, coffee, blackberry. Mm. Overwhelmingly on the nose, I actually get fig. Like it smells like a fig Newton, like graham crackers. Uh, okay, I fucking hate fig Newton. And so we're fig. already bad to it. We're also a bad start right now. Well, don't forget, sometimes just because it smells like it, it's not going <gasps> to taste anything like that. Yeah. Um, plum? I'm not even, like, I'm more prune? of a white wine, not a red wine. Prune? Yeah, fucking prune. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. I'm I'm going in, Kutina. I'm going no, in. Have fun. Have fun. I'm gonna take like the latest sip. I. Yeah. I. I don't know what to say. I'm scared. Look, it's it's not bad. Um. You know, I mostly fucks with the white wine, not red wine. Yeah, so the, just combining a cold brew yeah, and red wine no, is throwing no, me off. Taste it. Taste it. it. It's actually it's not bad. Um. I don't know that I would ever have identified it as a wine or as coffee. Um, oh. It's actually just like super fruity and cocoa-y. I did not even, I don't even get coffee in here. Uh, yeah, I don't get coffee either. I can get what they mean by boozy. Yeah. I get uh, what they mean. Huh. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not horrible. I, I don't, I Hold on, I gotta. What a weird taste was gonna come. Yeah, let me. I gotta go back. There's like no aftertaste. No, it washes down pretty well. Um, I do get the toasted oak actually, kind of woodsy. Hell. No, if you like, really like you and your special tongue. I do have a special tongue. Uh, Well, no complaints so far. (laughs) Um. It is super boozy. Wow, that is... Super boozy, right? There is yeah, a lot yeah. of heat on that. Oh, my God. Like, I felt it going down. There is no fucking way that's 13.5. It almost feels like a liqueur. Yeah. Liqueur. I will say, it is pretty smooth, though. Yeah, I don't I don't hate this. Uh, I, yeah. Honestly, it just tastes like another fairly commercialized red blend. Yeah. I, I don't get the, the coffee flavor at all. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm getting like, none of that. So, I don't know. Anyways. Still not getting the connection. Can't wait to see the Yep. So, we're going to go ahead. We're going to put this on pause. We're going to maybe even pour another glass, which will surprise me. And check out uh, episode five of season two, Reptile Boy. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome back to Meet at the Bronze. Quitina, we just finished watching episode five of season two, Reptile Boy. Thoughts? (laughs) I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, a little emotionally violated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just all types of violated. What's weird is I can remember the first time that I watched this episode, and I guess I didn't pick up on the darker themes. It took me, like, the second viewing to be like, oh, my God, Meg, what the hell is wrong with you? This is fucking horrible. This is the worst thing ever. (laughs) Um, I guess I should... um, did we do the, we did not do the synopsis. Uh, okay, so tonight's synopsis is from Dusted, the ultimate unauthorized guide to Buffy. When Cordelia goes on the prowl for college-age men, she invites Buffy to accompany her, purely as a tag-along to a college frat party. 
Feeling more angst than normal about her relationship with Angel, Buffy agrees and gets somewhat smitten with frat member Tom. Almost inevitably, the frat members drug Buffy and Cordelia and proceed to sacrifice them to Makita, Makita, something, a giant snake demon in the frat house basement for the usual reward of riches and power. I mean, come on, if that wasn't the theme, okay. like every fucking frat party. Um, Angel and the Scoobies get wise to their friend's danger and rush to the rescue, thumping the frat boys while Buffy gets loose and kills Makita. Thumping? Thump, thump, thumping, thumping, yeah. Well, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Yeah, I get me down. Okay, I'm done. Uh, without Makita's power fueling their success, alumni members of the fraternity face financial ruin and lengthy prison terms. Buffy acknowledges Tom was a duplicitous demon worshiper and in comparison views Angel in a much more favorable light. Yeah, I also right. want to point out that this is the first use of a Buffy standard, a cult of bored teenage boys dressed up in robes and summoning demons. Mm. That is accurate. Uh, that happens quite a bit in this show. So, um, okay. Oh, shoot. I didn't do the, uh, ha guys, we are a professional podcast. Uh, this episode aired October 13th, 1997. It was, this is the first time a show was written and directed by the same guy that wasn't Joss Whedon. This was David Greenwalt. And the guy that played Richard, the uh, fraternity boy that Cordelia is so smitten with. Here's a funny thing. When she got her role on this show... As Cordelia, mm -hmm. she had been on a show, Malibu Shores, and the guy that played Richard in this episode was her love interest on that ah, show. So there's a little fun for them. There's a little something for you. Little something. Little something. Uh, okay, so we start off at a giant frat house, mm -hmm. and a girl is uh running away fell, fell out of the second story window she jumped jumped out burst through the glass and is running away and came down she she like she really had skills because she was pretty high on the second level and she came all the way down yeah yeah no you said oh man um Damn it, you said something about, like, what's with all these guys in robes? You know they must be white. <laughs> did, did I say that? Yeah, you definitely did. Nah. Uh, but it was fair. <laughs> it was true. Um, okay. So we cut to Xander, Willow, and Buffy are all in her room watching TV. And they're apparently watching... A Bollywood movie? Uh, yeah, Indian something or other. Okay, here's a fun factoid about that. God, I did way too much research on this one because, by the way, a lot of this story upset me a lot. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, what else can we talk about? Um, it's interesting that they uh, talk about the Indian TV because uh, in Indian movies, there's a conceit of a half-human, half-snake serpent people called Nagas. They're prominent in Indian mythology and believed to live underground. And some in southern India still worship them as bringers of fertility. Interesting. Which also, Harry Potter fans, uh, <laughs> you might remember that Voldemort called his snake Nagini. Really? I'm going to guess there's something there. Yay. Yeah, it was one of the... Well, you know, I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil. But just his name was Nagini. Okay, I'm not going to say anything nothing. else. 
Um, but go read Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so, but Buffy's, or somebody, Xander, I guess, asks, so how does the water buffalo fit in again? And, mm-hmm. like, when they're watching this this Indian show. Right, right, right. And right. she's all like, is he a chiropractor? Oh, because that thing he did? No, that was. Because oh, they were asking if she was with her. Yeah. Uh, the lover, but it was a chiropractor because he was doing something. No, he wasn't feet. a chiropractor because that was very personal. Oh, and okay. I'm just kind of like, what the hell are you guys kind of, watching? Guys, come on. How also, is- there were no subtitles. So how the fuck were they understanding this? Honestly, though, sometimes that's like the best way to watch stuff like telenovelas is with no subtitles. It's kind of fun. Oh, fuck no. I did that for a long time when we did not have cable. I think not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. You didn't like making up the story. It's like making no, up the like- stories. Like, do you ever like put porn on but then like you leave it like silent and you just like make up weird stories no, and funny sound voices from porn to get off like i can no no i just mean like for for funsies just like watching it like I um watch porn for funsies oh my god fuck? like for example there is a an alice in wonderland musical porn it's like an hour oh, long what? yeah no it's alice in wonderland and it's music and like there's there's literally a scene with a uh, with like the white rabbit taking her from behind on a tree stump and they're singing it's from the 70s there we go one of my friends sent it to me and it was just like amazing and it's even more fun if you just like mute it and try to make oh no you will not catch me doing that okay Uh, so that's just me um we're at school and cordelia is talking about dr debbie says to get a guy to like you you need to laugh like listen really hard and laugh ha ha and she has this horrible fake laugh. She's so disappointed. And by the way, God, this is such a 90s thing, like reading Cosmo to be like, this is what men want. Yes. I mean. That is an extra 90s ass Well, the, I wish it was more 90s, but you have to admit, like, it's still a thing. Like, people are still, like, just on the internet. Like, Dr. Oz, how do I get a man to like me? Uh, I don't know. Dr. Oz? I don't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil, who, whatever. None of them are actually doctors, are they? I don't know. Um, but we find out Buffy's been having super vivid dreams about Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, it's she says they were in surround sound. Ooh. Um, it's and, muy sexy. But then she uses the term, I don't know, I'm brain sick. Which I guess is I'm crazy in, like, 90s I th- term. She, no, she, she said brain sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Willow's all, why don't you just ask him for coffee? Because it's the non-relationship beverage of choice. That's why I got our connection of the coffee and the wine. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. Like that was the that was one of maybe seven or eight references to, yeah, coffee, to coffee throughout the episode. So, so that is coffee. why we drank this wine. That by the way, I I'm, I'm getting such a maple syrup flavor from it. It's really just. Still don't know what you're talking about. No, have a sip and just think like waffles. Or French toast. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, we tried. Yes, you did. Um, and, and Buffy's all, oh, I was supposed to meet Giles 10 minutes ago, but it's okay. Paranormal activity has been like nothing lately. Yeah, everything's chill. And then Giles, cut to Giles. Just because the paranormal activity has been more normal than para lately doesn't mean that you can slack. No, 
He's such a dad in this episode. He's oh my just God. a fucking dick in this episode. He yes. Yeah, I'm not. Yes. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm dad dick. He needed to learn that. Buffy needed to learn some things this episode, but he really needed to learn some things in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Him and Xander. Yeah. No, him and Angel. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm with Angel in this episode, so I'm not. Why couldn't he just give her a call? Oh, hold on. No, we're going to get to that Angel scene in a second. Okay, cool. We're going to get to that one, because I had big problems with that scene. Oh, did you? Well, in all fairness, it's one of the more incomprehensible scenes of the entire series Okay, it's a weird scene, it is a, but his but, point makes sense. But, but does it? Like, the way that he put it? Hold on. Okay, you know what? Let's just fucking get to it. No, 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 no. Let's stay in. Okay. Um, so Buffy is all, oh, what about the little slice of my life that I have between 7 and 7.05 in the morning? Can I, can I still do what I want to then? Uh, And Giles is all, you have a purpose. It's important. Don't you wish more, like, I bet more women your age wish that they had a purpose and, 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 and you, you think that I, I don't know what it is to, to be you. No, you don't. And that's what she says. I don't think you know what it's like to be 16 and a girl and the Slayer. Yeah. And I think that's a really fair point. It's a completely And point. one that will come back throughout this season. Yeah. Um, it seemed like one in the last episode, so I think that that's a thing. Yeah, but we're... Season two, we are going to learn some things about young Giles. Are you serious? And that's... Wait, do they have someone playing a lot young Giles? Like, are we having no, 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 no? It's all stories and, oh, and things I'm like excited. that. Okay, yeah. Um. So, anyways, and he, but he just still brushes it off. He says, "Who needs a social life?" Oh no, she sarcastically says, "Who needs a social life when you have a hellmouth?" And he goes, "Exactly." Yeah, ex- and it's like her face was like, "No, Giles, sarcasm." You're missing the point. Yeah. Well, we all have to do things we don't like. Yeah, when he gets all like, well, young lady, and I was just like, okay, you need to chill out right now. Also, like, what? One, you're not my dad. So that's one of my, that's one of my things, is he's not her dad. He has no legal guardianship or rights over her. And since her mom doesn't know that she's the Slayer, uh, what the hell? Like, he, he can't, why does he have this power over her? I guess because they've been through a lot together and he's kind of giving her all the information on how to be a slayer and helping her. But but she's got all the power here. That's very she, true. She holds all of the cards. She could say, fuck you, I'm not doing this. Yeah, but and just walk away. I mean, she's she a better person that than that. But, but there's no reason why she should feel guilty for wanting to take a night off. He has no ability to ground her or to get her in trouble or... Nope. So, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that she takes it is kind of, huh, yeah. It's interesting. You know, fuck the patriarchy. Yes, indeed. Say it again. Fuck it. Especially for this episode. This like, episode I, was a patriarchy episode, and like, you just, like, want people to... I did to, not fuck with men on this episode. Yeah. I was just like, you all suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Every it was possible movie. to make yourself a lesbian, this episode would make you want to do it. I'd be, like, insta change. Yeah, because cause men after this episode, just no thank you. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking hot mess of shit. Um, and so... We go outside, and Buffy is, as she was told not to dwaddle, she has decided to loiter uh, oh, and, and be late. And uh, this obnoxious sports car with these two yes, clearly... BMW. 
douchey dudes come up. Like, yeah. And Cordelia goes up, oh, Richard. <laughs> okay, basic bitch. And uh, you, your comment was, those look like the kind of guys who date rape. Yep. And honestly, that's probably, they the, best. Do. That's probably the best description ever. But the one in the passenger seat is all, who's that? And Cordelia's all, oh, that's Buffy. She's no one. Or, and, and he's all, she's amazing. What? She's just sitting there. She's sitting there. I, 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 I guess she looks uh, 16 what? and fertile. So. Well, that is a whole nother problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, gets out of. These college guys. He said he was a fucking senior. Senior. And you're pulling up to a fucking yeah. high school? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> Richard, the one that Cordelia is interested, mm-hmm. is all, I'm Richard, and you are so not interested. Yes, Buffy. Say that line again. And then Tom comes back, and he's a senior in college, and he's hitting on her and trying to, and he goes off about, like, rambling and, oh, aren't I so cute? Like, I ramble. Yeah, blah, like, blah, I'm blah. such a good guy. Like, he made himself seem like the good guy out of the both of them. Like, he doesn't yeah. like, get involved with all the bullshit. And then later you're like, oh, no. But he's he, the main one. He's talking about this fraternity, and he's like, I'm only a member because my dad was my grandfather. And he he wears it like his legacy is such a burden and an yeah. obligation. Yeah. And I think that that's what Buffy taps into that yes. intrigues like, her. Yep. Because she sure. understands what it's like to yeah. be out of control that's of really your own destiny. That's really what kept her in that conversation. But then she says, well, I'm sort of involved. Yeah. Is she? I mean, in her head she is. But is, is she, she dreaming about him? Well, I mean, come on. I'm married and I still sometimes have dreams. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying if he just all the locked up. Like, it's, it's not even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she. <laughs> so she, she's sort of involved. Oh my god! And then Xander's pants just distracted me from the rest of the ah, fucking scene. He's wearing gorgeous pants. How dare you? What? He's wearing a lime green shirt over an ugly ass, mm-hmm. unfitted gray mm-hmm. t-shirt with some kind of logo, mm-hmm. and the navy and dark green tartan plaid oh, pants. Yes. yes. I genuinely have zero words. You keep wearing that shit. I could. I, I couldn't focus on anything else for like 20 minutes. I, I was just, what is, I rewound it three times to make sure I wasn't insane. Yeah. And yes, he was wearing those pants. Sexy. Oh my God. That was so Sexy. upsetting. It was so upsetting. And he's talking about how much he hates the frat boys and Willow's all, yeah, with their charmed lives, movie star good looks and more money than they can ever possibly count. How dare they? Yeah. And then Buffy's patrolling that night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, by the way, nobody ever calls the cops on some tiny blonde 16-year-old girl just, like, walking through cemeteries. No one ever fucking calls the cops in this town. I have not seen a single policeman No, school hard. School hard. Uh, so two episodes ago, after back to, or, like, the parents' night at school, and remember... Oh, you mean the ones that are in with the principal, and they asked him what to do, and then he said just... There yeah. was a cop. Fuck the law, law enforcement in this town. Well, is it really any different than anywhere else? I mean... <laughs> no, that's what? not true, because if white kids were dying, the law, the police they would be all... They would have taken care of You're sure. right, you're right, mm-hmm. you're right. Sorry, guys, we are unpo- unapologetically liberal. Yeah. Uh, although I do love me some fucking capitalism, but... Mm, I yeah. do love me a man in uniform, no lie. Interesting. I, I was married to a man in uniform. Um, yeah. Okay, well, he's a shit, shitty 
Uh, that might be why it's just kind of ruined there. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's way more cumbersome and complicated to get on and off than one would think. Like, cops actually, like, legit have to wear um, those, like, basically garters that keep their socks up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, getting getting naked out of that is, yeah, that is, is a sexy. lot of work. That's not sexy. And you've got, like, the shirt and then the shirt under that. And mm-hmm. the, oh, God. Mm-hmm. So much. It's mm-hmm. so much. And, by the way, those things are, like, $300 an outfit. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Those things are so expensive. That's ridiculous. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Angel walks up. Mm-hmm. She finds a bracelet on the ground. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at it. And it looks very feminine, very pretty. I think I had one like it back. I do remember giving my best friend for our, our... So, my best friend, his birthday is the day after mine. And so for our 17th birthdays, there's a country song Tim McGraw sang called 17. You talked about this. Probably. I, I know. What you're I don't know. About, and that he broke it. Uh, well, it, it broke. It, well, it broke like years, five years, years later. Yeah, years so, later. And so like on the outside, it just like had his name. And then on the inside, it just said uh, 17 comes once in a lifetime. And mm-hmm. like it was our thing. And for our 16th birthdays, we had gone to see Tim McGraw in concert. And it was like, uh, Y'all and, shows Tim McGraw, really? And, and we, oh my God, I love Tim McGraw. Are you kidding me? Um, and we agreed, I think that night that if we were both single at 35 we were gonna no at 30 we would marry each other yeah so the funny thing is (laughs) so the funny thing is like when he finally came out and i was i was 28 at the time and like no at some point because i was going through my divorce when he came out and Uh and i think i was sort of like oh my god 30 is coming around like we we, you know, we're gonna move it to forty, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh," and like two days later, he was like, "By the way, I'm gay." <laughs> it was great. He told me he came out to me, his best friend since we were five, via text message. But really, yeah, this is a whole story. It's fine. Look, everybody's got to do what they need to do for yeah. themselves in their own time. And and granted, and and I understand how. Growing up, I was so religious and, like, so Jesus freak. But, like, I can understand that even though it had been a long time since I had been that way, I could understand. I was a judgmental bitch back in the day. Not so much, like, you're gay and I don't Damn, love you. I would not fuck with you in any way. No, it was like, it wasn't like you're gay so I don't love you because all of my ex-boyfriends were gay. But it was more just like. <laughs> I'm sorry. That fact is just still so shocking. Damn, Meg, like, yeah, yeah. you know how to pick them, huh? It's like, gay, Jesus freak. Those are it. <laughs> wow. Because, like, I, I think there's two exes I have that are straight, um, and one of them is my ex-husband, and another one is, like, super crazy Jesus freak. Wow. So it's a little bit like, Meg doesn't do things in halvesies. <laughs> Anyways. Angel comes up to Buffy, who's got this bracelet in her hand that she found in the cemetery, as yeah. one does. Um, and God. he says, there's blood. Yeah. I can smell the blood. Look, there's no blood visible. Yeah. And he can smell it from, like, ten feet away. Yeah. That's... Oh, don't you just love having, dating a vampire? Imagine when she's on her period. Oh, my God! I didn't even think about that! Like, he could be like, oh, it's your time of the month, <laughs> isn't it? That oh sucks. my god! Or, or 
right, because he just always knows to bring over ice cream and whatever. But Would he be into it? Uh, I don't know. I think that, by the way, also... Uh, is that a better choice than to suck her neck? Like, if it's like, yes, so, your period's here. So, the, okay, this is... That. Look, guys, this, this is a very legit conversation I've had with myself about vampires for, like, most of my life. Well, they have period blood. Well, not, like, are they into it? But, like, just, just, just imagine you're on your period but dating a vampire or or you just finished your period and you're dating a vampire and and like they're apparently that sensitive to the smell of blood like i I feel like that has implications for your sex life so like wait oh my god also do you want somebody going down on you that has fangs his fangs wouldn't be out it just i don't slurp it up no Oh, God. I'm never, ever again. Oh, my God. What? What, what, what was it? No. No? You don't no. like that injury? No. It's not a slurpee. Here, baby, come here. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Christina, stop. Right, you're all cleared up. There you go. Just imagine if your vampire boyfriend could just suck all the blood all that lining your uterus out of you, oh. and you don't have to fucking deal with your period. Oh, no. Yes, babe. Go ahead. No, 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 hey, your period's no, coming? No. Yeah, oh, it's about to be a no. night, girl. No. Hand me that straw. Oh, Psych, my God. Psych, I don't need it. Just seal the lips <laughs> right over that opening. Hand me that straw. <laughs> you know, straws are really bad for the environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Starbucks is Oh, no, getting... you know it's the one that's like the metal collapsible <laughs> straws? Because your vampire boyfriend cares about the environment. It's a crazy straw. It's got all the loop-to-loop. Yeah, the loop-to-loop. The it's his favorite part. And then when you have to get the thick part, you can use the straw to scrape the sides. And... Oh, no, no. He's got to use his mouth for that And one. we just lost every listener we ever had. <laughs> Sorry, great. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Let's let's get back to it. If the- you can't deal with a period, get over it because billions of women go through it. I, I said billions. Oh, I'm so upset right now. All right, moving on. Um. Okay. So 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 the scene at the graveyard. Oh my god! I just I can't get the image of the loop de loop crazy straw out of my. Head. Mm. <laughs> Girl, what did you have tonight? Pineapple. I don't think that affects the. I don't think what you eat affects the taste of your menstrual Not the blood, blood, but the outside. He's also getting vaginal. <laughs> well, actually, well. there's very li- there's very little that affects the flavor of vaginal secretions actually asparagus and pineapple i think are two of the only ones exactly that's why i said pineapple i'm just saying it's not like super common yeah but pineapple affects okay. it um if you eat pineapple your cooch would be also just in general like taking pina care colada. just on if you like pina coladas <laughs> This is not not good podcast. No, no. Okay, listen. If you want to have great vaginal health and a really tasty um, poom poom, what you need to do is make sure you're drinking. Yeah, the poom poom. Make sure you're drinking lots of water. Okay, make sure that you're taking care of your poom poom. I'm not saying washing it with like like some summer seeds. I like to call it my love papaya. 
Love papaya? Never yeah. heard that one. I like that one. No, that's Love weird. papaya. I like the poom poom. It looks kind of like a papaya. Like doing it in the poom poom. Look at my poom 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 poom. Going through the poom poom. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's the problem. We need to get through this scene because we have a very serious conversation. Yes. Uh, that's why I'm trying to get this all out now because I, this, this, uh, honestly, this episode grosses me out. Okay, let's see it. More so. Never mind. Okay. Um, so, uh, oh God. Um, I'm taking she off was, my nail so I can scratch his back better. She was saying something about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these don't scratch very well. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Cardi B coming out. Okay. Ew. Okay. 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 I'm done. Sorry. Okay. Continue. Um, let's go. Let's go. Um, so she's. <laughs> Buffy says to Angel that she was just thinking it would be really nice to see each other when it's not a blood thing. Mm-hmm. And he's all, you want a date? Well, I didn't I didn't say date. Oh, no, you just want to have coffee or something. Uh, I, I knew it. I knew this would happen. And, and she's all, what? What would happen? And by the way, at this point, I still don't really understand what the issue is, but... What do you mean? The Same scene... Okay, that's clearly not really the issue between them, though. It is, because that's exactly what he said. Hold on. He says, uh, we both know one thing could lead to another. This isn't some fairy tale. When I kiss you, you don't wake up and live happily ever after. And she says, no, when you kiss me, I I want to die. Okay. That was what that is this episode? Was the dumbest fucking what is thing this I scene? First of all, when I kiss you, you don't wake up and live happily ever. I, and but you have kissed her before, and I think yeah, uh, and he's got a soul. Like he's not gonna just like fucking like eat her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's kissed her before. Yes, the vamp face came up, but that's a. I put that up there more with like premature ejaculation, not like something you can't work oh, around. Yes, it's like inconvenient, but it's not a deal breaker. No. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't know, but um, nothing wrong with premature ejaculation. No, a little pe. I mean, as long as you can get hard again, right? Or, or, or you're just generous in other ways. Yeah, exactly. Mostly, if you can get hard again, that would be but, great. But he's like, this isn't some fairy tale. When I kiss you, you don't wake up and live happily ever after. No, when you kiss me, I want to die. I'm, and then she does the dramatic runaway. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand that line. When you kiss me, I want to die? Does that mean she wants to become a vampire to be with him forever? No, because she seems mad saying it. Like, your kisses suck? No, I feel like it's like, I want to be with you. I didn't. Um, I only want to be with you. I only want to be with you. I don't know. Th- this scene is literally, it has bothered me since the first time I watched it. I rewound it and I watched it like eight times that day. I Googled what the hell is this? Uh-huh. I still have no real answer. I honestly feel like Josh just put this in there so that she would go to the party. Well, yeah, but like, again, there's like a million other lines he could have used. Well, like, since you won't kiss me, then fuck off. I, I don't know. Like, that's not poetic. Ah, ah, ah. What? Man. <laughs> I'm not the writer. Yeah. Even though I do. stick to your fanfics. I do. Oh, my fanfics. Yeah, guys. Check it out. Also, I do write our uh, blog post. Oh, yeah, she does. Meetmeatthebronze.com. Also, uh, all of our Twitter. So uh, maybe I am. She's a writer. 
Yeah, but it, I'm not saying whatever. Um, and then Buffy gets talked by Cordelia into going to the party because it comes out that like the Delta Kappa Zetas or Zeta Kappas or whatever, they've got a thing where there has to be equal numbers of guys and girls. So Buffy has to go or Cordelia can't go. And <sighs> Buffy and Cordelia wasn't really listening because she was listening so hard that she wasn't really listening. And so she asks if Buffy will go with her. And Buffy's she's like, look, I'm not being shallow. Just think of all the poor people I could help with that money. Yeah. Cordelia, sometimes she comes so. She's close. like Ivanka Trump. Yes, she is Ivanka. We said this. Um, and but then we cut to the frat. Uh, so uh, Buffy says she'll go. We cut to the frat, and uh, they're down in a basement, wearing robes. One guy is topless, and by the way, thank you. Um, yeah, that guy was sexy. Also, POC. Where's the POC? It's yeah. Uh, and we find out about this Makita bullshit. Um, there's like a demon that lives in the basement that gives them all of their wealth. And yeah. so they worship him and offer up sacrifices to him. And then as soon as like this super important, dramatic, serious ritual, I'm like this is such a white guy thing. And then I see a black guy, token like, black guy. Let, no, it's, yeah, but it's, he's a token. Yeah, exactly. The only he's, one there. he's Ben Carson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is the fucking Ben Carson of this episode. Um, and then they're like, this like sacred ritual is over and they're like, it's brewski time. Yeah. That, that was gross. And then what, he goes to the girl and he's like. I love high like, school girls. Yeah. And then she's like, you let me go. He's like, let me think. No. But I'm also like, what did you think he was going to say? Yeah. 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 Um, then we find Buffy has told. Xander and Willow that she's going to go to the frat party with Cordelia and they're all like what the hell why what are you doing for why yeah it's not you no it's very not her especially with Cordelia yeah she says ye gods Cordelia whatever um but we find them they walk into the library as Giles is fake sword fighting with (laughs) nobody so cute you can tell he kind of wishes he had some slayer skills. You Will you I mean? be ready when a vampire attacks from behind? Yeah. <laughs> and he was just so adorable. And I just like looked at my husband and I was like, you would do this. Yeah. <laughs> he would absolutely do that. I see that. Um, and she tells him they found the bracelet. Well, actually, Angel could smell the blood. Yeah. And Xander's all, he could smell the blood? Oh, that's the guy you want to party with. Yeah, it is. Well, Xander. we find out later it is. Yeah. Uh, Willow is wearing essentially dad jeans with giant lime green flowers all over them. Mighty shit. Yeah, that was a weird one. Um, and Buffy lies to Giles. Yeah. But she doesn't, was... she doesn't call it lying. She was protecting him from information he wouldn't be able to digest. Fucking lying. Yeah. She was all like, my mom's not feeling well and I'm not feeling well, so I can't patrol tonight. Especially since it was the whole... Feeling sick type thing. Yeah. Nobody's ever called out sick from work here. No. Nope. Um, and then this whole thing about Xander is obsessed with, like, the orgies at the frat party. Yeah. I. Willow's all like, frat parties have drinking and orgies. And he's all like, orgies? Since when do they have orgies? And why wasn't I on the mailing list? Yeah, that was gross. I don't know. I feel like it was kind of like a high school thing when you thought that stuff was funny. Like, you know, we had Lesbian Thursday and, like, Menage, Menage Monday. And, 
Okay. I mean, nobody actually did these things, yeah, but it no, was like the was funny. Like, like we thought we were edgy and funny. Yeah, because and... ooh, sex is so taboo. You know what? In 2000, it was way more taboo. That's true. Yeah, Sorry, it was just, like I'm just we'd only had AIDS for like 12 years at that point. Oh, there we go. Magic Johnson had it. Oh uh, yeah, I still remember that. Like coming home, and I was like, Dad, what's AIDS? <laughs> Yeah. God, I'm glad you've changed. <laughs> I would not fuck with you. Anymore. My dad was sort of like, well, back then, all we really knew, what my dad's understanding of it, because again, that was like actually pretty much pre-internet, was like monkeys had it or something. I, I don't remember. <laughs> no. Ah. I don't know. Or yes. I mean, like, no, because again, a lot of people are calling it gay cancer and blah, blah, blah. Like, dumb shit. Especially, like, conservative. Say that, I'll kill you. Especially conservative, but also, like, especially in the late 80s, like, nobody really knew what it was. I mean, apparently the government did, but they didn't tell anybody because nobody wanted to, like, be like, use a condom. So, by the way, fuck you, government. And Reagan, you can go to hell. Reagan is the best president ever. Sarcasm. Yeah. That's a problem. Do I look like I would have voted for Reagan? <laughs> Although I, I asked, I asked somebody a few years ago. I was like, "Did you vote for Reagan?" And they were like, "Everybody voted for Reagan." And I looked up the numbers, and that's basically accurate. He oh took like God. forty-five states or something. What the fuck? He, he's like the closest to sweeping that anybody since basically George Washington what ever the had. Fuck. Yeah, he was super popular. That hmm. not saying that means he was good or bad or whatever. Just he was very popular. Um, and basically created the AIDS crisis. So, yeah, no, basically created the AIDS crisis. So, thanks. Um, oh, Cordelia says, don't tell your mom where you are. It's a fraternity. There will be drinking. And Xander said something that really weirded me out. He was like, those frat guys creep me. Not they creep me out. I don't like them. Just those frat guys creep me. I mean, obviously, my first thought was TLC going to like, and so I creep. Yeah. yeah, just keep it on the down so nobody has got to know. Oh, so I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I. Do you know that Lisa Left Eye Lopez did not believe in the message of that? So if you watch the video, what is the message of that one? I'm gonna cheat on you because you cheated <gasps> on me. Fuck that noise! So I just creep. Oh my! Just keep it on the download so nobody has got to know. Oh my god! I say that so much when I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> creep, yeah, creeping around. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. What did waterfalls mean? <laughs> waterfalls is not waterfalls. Don't okay, okay, waterfalls. okay. Please stick to the rivers <laughs> and lakes that you're used to. Yeah, but creep was definitely about cheating. On what about bills, bills, bills? That's Destiny's Child. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Not TLC. Fuck. You might just know. Scrubs. Do you mean oh, no scrubs? Scrub is a guy that's also known as a buster. Also always talking about what he wants and just sits on his, his broke ass. So no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. And no, I don't want to meet you nowhere. I don't want none of your time. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging at the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. You're welcome for that. People. Yeah, guys. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hey, it wasn't Broadway this time, guys, so be happy. Yeah. Because last episode, I definitely, like, sang three different songs from Broadway (laughs) that had listen. Just like, listen. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm the background noise. Listen. I make music. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what's so cool? Oh, Cordelia goes into the party. Buffy is second guessing this whole thing. Good. Um, she's not going to go in. Cordelia warned her not to wear black silk or spandex. Those are her trademarks. Oh, so yeah. Buffy wears black. Cordelia wears neither black silk nor spandex. Nope. Um, and by the way, I wanted to say this. Like, I'm not proud of this. I was weirdly Cordelia-esque in high school. Not like in actually being popular, but in like. I genuinely thought that. <laughs> Did you see my face when you said like, that? Like the key to happiness was a guy. Fashion? Oh, like I like and that fake laughing and yeah, I did stuff like, like I I learned about guys. cars for one guy that I was dating, what? like classic cars. I got really into that. And then there was a guy that I dated, and he was all about like eighties, like metal rock, and I like got really into that for a while, and then like I. You never yourself. Well, I mean, not with guys that I dated. Like, by the way, like, I don't know, aside from my ex, my one ex, I think the longest a relationship I had in high school ever lasted was five weeks. So, you know, at least I learned a lot of different, interesting, maybe this is why I'm so good at trivia. (laughs) Look at that. You're a fucking pro, huh? No, me. Oh. I'm doing that to myself. I don't know. Like, I can't tell. Okay. No. Um, I have a thing right here. All right. I'm scratching. Buffy walks in. First thing Buffy and Cordelia are confronted with are drinks. And Buffy's like, eh, I'm okay for now. Cordelia decides to drink it. And she's like, come on, don't, like, be that girl. Don't be that girl. It's a frat party. And. We're totally just 16. Yeah. And. And. With these men who and can fucking slip drugs. That drugs. fucking asshole Richard was all like, oh, it's okay. When I was your age, I wasn't into grown-up things either. Okay. What the fuck? People out there. First of all, I would like it to be known, I didn't have my first drink until I was 25 years old. Well, I mean, like, I'd had, like, a glass of wine maybe twice before I that. I was like, what? No, like, literally, maybe I'd had two drinks. But I didn't start drinking until I was... Like twenty four, twenty five. Um, again, remember you raised Mormon. Like it just wasn't a thing I was I was exposed to. It's like not like there was alcohol in my house growing up. There wasn't even coffee in my house growing up. Yeah, no. Like I remember buying, getting my first apartment, and like buying a four cup coffee maker, and like I felt like a badass for that because I was like, oh my god, I'm drinking coffee. Ah." Um. So, but this is where we're going to get into, unfortunately, the side note for this episode. I'm excited. I know. I'm sorry. But it's important. I'm going to try to, like, not hit it too hard and put most of it in the blog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to keep this to, like, five minutes. Please don't make me feel a certain way. Yeah. But I I feel... So the weird thing is, as I was researching this this episode, um, all of the, like, official guides and everything for Buffy, what they wanted to focus on was hazing, mm-hmm. which was a really big deal in yeah. 97. Um, I actually found out... So in 1994, there was this really famous case in at Southeast Missouri University. Of course it's Missouri. Yeah, I mean, you know, it had Missouri to be one of those. Missouri in Missouri. And, um... He was due to hazing during, he was a pledge and the hazing rituals. Uh, he was murdered in 1994. He was basically a punching bag. Wow. To his frat brothers. 
And it turned out that there were 24 hazing, like directly tied to frat hazing murders between 83 and 96. Um, so that's kind of gross. Not a big fan. No. Um, but the funny thing is like, not funny, haha. but the interesting thing is everything wanted me to focus on hazing and that, and by the way, hazing is creepy and gross and bullshit, but I feel like that's what frats are under pressure about right now. And they're getting their licenses revoked and they're getting kicked out of schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about sex assault on campus because that is still disgusting and awful and I promise guys I'm going to keep try to keep this to like five minutes because this was heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and like as uh, okay so I'm just going to go through some of this first of all I'm going to encourage anybody that is interested on this topic go home turn on Netflix and watch The Hunting Ground it is a documentary that the girls that started Know Your Title Nine um it is a documentary that they help make and it is brilliant about sex assault on campus. Is it the one where Lady Gaga made a song on a track called Till It Happens to You? I think it might be. I think it might be. Okay, yeah. I know she did that for this movement. I don't know if it was specifically for this movie. But the the Know Your Title Nine. Because it got nominated. Yeah, for for the Oscars. And Joe Biden was the... Oh, Joe. Uh, Because Joe Biden, this is a cause that's very dear to his heart and he has done a lot of work about. Because, here we go. The Department of Justice uh, estimates that one out of every four female undergrads will be victim to some form of sexual assault before graduation, the majority of which will take place in their first or second semester of college. The ACLU estimates at least 95% of campus rapes go unreported. Um, To be clear, sexual assault is a type of sexual violence that applies to a broad range of forced unwanted sex activity including attempted rape, unwanted fondling, sexual touching. It can involve someone forcing someone into non-consensual sex acts by way of manipulation, physical or emotional coercion, psychological force, including threats or other means of intimidation. Uh, by the way, slipping somebody a roofie definitely counts in there. Mm-hmm. Um, RAIN, which is the uh, uh, like national network for rape survivors, mm-hmm. Uh, their estimates say someone in the U.S. is assaulted every 98 seconds. Um, here's the craziest thing. Rates of sexual assault ha- in this country have fallen by more than half since 1993. And we're okay. still seeing these numbers. Wow. One in 98 seconds. Every 98 seconds. Um, and only 25% of reported assaults eventually result in arrest. Not even conviction. Arrest. So, a little bit, though, about what this means to college uh, males and females. And by the way, again, I'm going to make this the focus of a blog post this week so that I don't bring this down too much. Um, And I'm going to have basic safety guidelines and what to do if you or somebody that you know is a victim of sexual assault. Basic safety guidelines, guys, just know your limits, especially when it comes to alcohol intoxication. Binge drinkers are at a particularly high risk of suffering from this. Watch your drinks. Take it with you to the restroom. If it's out of your sight for even a second, just dump it it and drink something else. Um, Or always drink from a communal alcohol source, like a keg. This is like the one good thing you can say about keggers is Mm -hmm. everybody's drinking that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, drugs used to incapacitate sexual assault victims can be odorless, colorless, and tasteless, so you can't rely on your senses to tell you that someone slipped you something. Yeah. Trust your gut. If you get a bad feeling about a location or a person, leave immediately. This is one of the things Buffy didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she already was sketched out as she yeah. went inside, and then they were making fun of her for not drinking, and then they did the whole thing about, like, to maturity, and she drank, and then she wasn't feeling well, and so she goes upstairs to a bedroom. She isolated herself further. Yeah. She should have gone, honestly, outside. It was a college campus. She could have walked two minutes and probably found somebody. You know the saddest part about all of this? Hmm. The saddest part is when... You have to learn how to avoid being raped. I know, right? Sexually assaulted instead of it being like people not raping and sexually assaulting people and violating their consent. This makes me batshit crazy is that in high schools and colleges now, they're teaching girls things like, you know, they're creating like nail polish so that girls can like detect if the date rape drug is in their drink. They're, They're not actually really doing anything to fight rape. Yeah. They're like, girls, be on the lookout. We just can't really do anything. Like, the rapists are out there. We can't really do anything about it. So, <laughs> so fucking sad. That's why I teach, like, all kids I work with early on about consent. Like, anytime I want to hug a kid, I ask them first before hugging them. Yeah. So that they can understand that if you say no, someone has to respect that. And they shouldn't do anything to you. And then if I see a boy do a certain thing to a girl, I'm going to be like, I always say... She said no, so you need to respect that. Yeah. You need to respect someone's body. So it's because you have to teach them now. Or... Yeah. Look, again, even like adults sometimes were like, oh, go give your aunt whatever a hug. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like really shy and doesn't want to. And I've been trying really hard lately to be like, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. And some, but I feel like sometimes like the, the older school parents are sort of like, well, they need to like be affectionate and give their aunt mega hug. No. And I'm like, they physically shouldn't be doing something. They don't want to do. Um, so watch The Hunting Ground on Netflix. Uh, there's There are a lot of books also. There's one out there by John Krakauer about Missoula and University of Montana. And a horrifying story of a girl trying to get justice for being date raped. Um, you know the story about the girl, I think it was Columbia. She carried her mattress. She carried around. her mattress around every day for like a year or something yeah. in protest. Um, here's a couple of other things. Young men in particular are ill-informed about what constitutes consensual sex. (laughs) They're steeped in a girls gone wild and spring break culture that glorifies the drunken sexual bacchanal. Mm -hmm. Getting drunk and having sex are pretty standard plot fare in movies aimed at young men. It's a standard way young men are socialized. In fact, a few years ago, there was a study that was done and they asked high school girls and boys, Mm -hmm. like, what is rape? Um, let's see. I have surveys show that many women answer no when asked if they've been raped, but they will answer in the affirmative if asked a different way using lesser language, such as, have you ever been coerced, forced, or done something against your will? Mm -hmm. So they'll say, oh yeah, I've had sex when I didn't want to and I was coerced into it, but I don't consider that rape. Yeah. And by the way, guys don't either. Um, alcohol is a factor in at least half of date rapes. Many college-age men simply don't understand that if they have a sex, that if they have sex with a woman who's too drunk to consent, yes. they're committing rape. Except for you know Brock Turner, fuck you. Yeah, like nothing's gonna happen. No, of like she not. was passed out by the fucking dumpster. That was fucking disgusting. I can't. I got six months. I. But by the way, they recalled that judge. He really? got fired. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bless. Yeah, that was that was. Um, 
Other students don't come forward because they know it will invite an attack on their own reputations or credibility, especially if it's like an athlete or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stephanie, a girl that they interviewed for this article, said she was urged to not make a scene and avoid behavior that would put a bad light on the football team or athletic department. And then the last thing I want to get into is actually rape and sexual assault and fraternities. So there are some colleges out there that are actually starting to ban fraternities because they're, uh, what is the stat? Uh, I read frat brothers rape 300% more than non-frats. Wow. Yeah. So there are some schools that are basically like, that. that's insane. Why is this happening? Um, there's a really interesting article that was done by The Guardian that I'll post on the blog. Um, they tried to study all of these frats to figure out what's going on. Um, there are some colleges that are now using trying to curb campus sexual assault by using yes means yes in, as a standard for consent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to hold administrators accountable. One of the problems is that a lot of universities have their own police force, mm. so they can bypass like the Shitty local law force. enforcement because force. they don't want their stats to be brought down. Because what parent is going to send their child to a school that has you know ten percent rapes every year or yeah. something like that? So again, watch the Hunting Ground. It's disturbing. It's horrific. It's terrible. And it's one of the most important movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, so. Yeah, fraternities. Uh, this guy says, I was just at University of Massachusetts and at Wesleyan, and they were talking about bystander intervention programs, and that's great. People who are seeing something and saying something, and there are phones all over the campus so yeah. that you can call. Um, but frats vary tremendously in terms of how sexually dangerous they are. Traditionally, African-American frats, gender-inclusive frats, and multicultural frats are not as threatening as those populated by mostly white, economically entitled students. Hmm, But when you look at overall risk fraternities create for students on campus, reforming or preserving these organizations doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just that bad. And while probably not all fraternities are hunting grounds for rapists and not all men who join frats or varsity sports teams are predators, Mm -hmm. when so much sexual violence is centered around one area of campus life, something has to be done. For Wesleyan, hope of the home of the rape factory frat school administrators decided that means mandating that women be admitted to fraternities and that would fix the problem i'm sorry what so the school announced this week that all frats must go co-ed within the next three years because that would uh get rid of the uber testosterone rich entitled brat man thing um it's a step i don't know if it's in the right direction or not but it's a step yeah, I don't know. I think that once you're talking about any kind of uh, rape factory frat, just, like, fucking give up. Yeah. So, anyways, look, this is not a pleasant topic. I think that this is a really good example of Joss and the Buffy writers wanting to approach a really complicated, difficult, predominantly female problem mm-hmm. without... Coming out, yeah, without like shoving it in anybody's face, and without look, they were. I think at this point they were on at eight o'clock at night on the CW. Mm -hmm. Like they, they were still not not that far off from like a Sabrina the Teenage Witch Uh or Charmed kind of audience. So being too edgy in season two, I think, was a lot. Um, So I give him a lot of credit for trying to find a way to have this conversation without really going anywhere, or like without. I'm sorry, without really pushing too hard yeah but at the same time 
if there's one issue you're going to push super hard on, it seems like this is a good one. Yeah. He did a good job though. Like he didn't shy away too much. So we still got like they got they were they were roofied. Yeah. It was bad. They woke up chained in a dungeon. I mean that's that's how basically every episode of Criminal Minds starts. Mm, there we go. But shit, I need to watch Criminal Minds. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Shit. Um, Shamar Moore, are you kidding me? Oh, that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's so interesting about the way they handled it was. Instead of it being, like, a rape scenario, it was, we're going to sacrifice you to an uber phallic demon. <laughs> yeah, that that demon was ugly as fuck. Too. So, I think that that was, like, their attempt at straddling the line. That did... Yeah, I don't know. <gasps> oh, I like that. I just realized if it's super phallic, too. That's yeah. Like a to- I love Which, by that. the way, they've admitted, like, they purposely made him super phallic. Uh, I love that. Okay, I'm into it. Um... So, uh, Xander's at the frat party. What frat party has ever had champagne just, like, everywhere? There are champagne glasses. I love champagne flutes. It's for the girls. There are champagne flutes, like, on every fucking surface. They're rich as fuck, so. Uh, but, no, I, I don't know. So, that's what they're trying to go that's for. It's probably, like, wine spritzers. Ugh. Gross. Um, don't say that. And then there's, a. Uh, so Xander comes in, and they catch him as being, uh. A crasher. Yeah, being a crasher, although, and he looks super douchey. Yes, he does. He uh, did a great job of He did a him. great job of looking like Until he was supposed to be there. looked real well, close wait, to him, and were like, Although, did he? Because familiar. every other guy there is wearing a fucking tie. Some of them are in suits. That's so true. That was so weird. That's so true. Um, well, look, I've been to like a few frat like parties really in my day. No, I've been to a few frat parties in my day. Like, I mean, in my college, they used to, we didn't have, like, frat houses, I was the, just gonna say the frat parties were actually at like clubs in downtown Baltimore. Was he a college Mormon? No, I didn't go there. No, oh. I went to UMBC in Baltimore for a few years. Oh, yeah. So our uh, bro, bro. our uh, frat houses, like we didn't have them, and so like the frats would uh, have like Thursday night they would rent buses to take people from campus to a club downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which never carded. Um, and uh, so I would just like to say, I, I don't think I've ever seen a single frat guy at a party in, in even a button-up shirt. It's certainly not buttons all the way up to the top. Like, they're not wearing a tie. Um, so they put Xander, like all the other pledges, like there's a pledge in a bustier with a bow tie, and he's yeah, just wearing a sign yeah. that says pledge. They make Xander wear a mini skirt and a bra, and it's it was... Super boosted bra. I mean, it was very... but. Honestly, that's the kind of stuff, well, granted, maybe uh, shaming people of various orientations Mm -hmm. to the guy relatively harmless compared to, you know, this kid that, like, had the shit kicked out of him and he was murdered by his frat orientation, you know? Like, so, for pledging, I'm kind of like... Also, like, when they were pledging the black guy, I'm pretty sure he had the sword up to his chest and was, like, kind of, like, digging it in. Well, I think you have to, like, be pledged and accepted and then brought into the demon stuff. So the other guys didn't know about the demon stuff yet, is my guess. I'm just saying in general, they use a lot of, like, violence. Oh, well, yeah. Not violence, but, like, you're... Hurting someone. It's kind of like how they brand, do the branding. Oh, yeah. Well, the one guy had, like, the diamonds. Yeah, the diamonds. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that for a fraternity that sacrifices women to a demon every year, 
the just making them wear bustier is kind of a lame hazing. It's super lame. And but just it's also like, okay, good, you're not doing anything dangerous. Okay, I mean, grant and yes, granted, like great that they're not, yeah. you know. But you want more. Exactly. Give me, give me um, more. So, uh, let's see. Why are these guys wearing ties? What the hell is this? What the <laughs> fuck fraternity is this? Why are there champagne glasses everywhere? Who drinks champagne at a frat party? Yeah. Uh, some I just put, oh, God, yeah. frat bros, dot, dot, dot. Like, I just could not. Uh, some jackass is going to, like, try to make Buffy dance with him. Oh, yeah. And oh he's like god. running at her from across the, way he's the room. Running at her, yeah. it's just like, oh my god! And and Tom, it's terrifying. Yeah, oh, and, man, he, that big running at you. Oh, like yeah, that? yeah. And and Tom, although you were like, she's gonna beat his ass. Oh yeah, because you know she's a fucking slayer. But just imagine all those other. Oh yeah. So, but then that Tom guy like rescues her, and he's like, "We're not all drunken loud. Some of us yeah, are sober loud." Fuck you, Tom. Um, goody, I shouldn't be here. Bitch. Oh, because you're seeing someone. Well, no, someone's not seeing me. Uh, and then she talks about responsibility, and he says, you're too mature. You need to relax. Uh, Gee, thanks. Okay. I mean, right. I, I agree, but, like, Buffy, go get a fucking massage. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Don't just, relaxing. like, drink something from a guy that you yes. barely know. God, I can't. I, I can't. Oh. Um, they also asked, who is this dork about Xander? Who is this dork? That's really the line they came up with. He didn't look that much of a dork. Uh, but but dork, that was a weird term to be using. I don't no. know. I, I think that I've heard the word dork in like it. the Simpsons. 90s. That's like it. It's the 90s. I don't know. The Simpsons. Uh, Buffy finds broken glass outside. You'd think that they would sweep. Like, there's no way that they were like restoring the glass in the window themselves. Like, the handyman should have swept up. What are you paying these people for? <laughs> Fucking douches. You're snapping. <laughs> Fucking douches. Get to work. I was channeling my inner frat boy. <laughs> it's true, though. Y'all driving around BMWs and all this shit, but you can't afford to get this glass cleaned up. Right. Like, and by the way, just say, look, if you have a demon snake in your basement, you live near the Hellmouth, there's a chance that a Slayer is nearby. Just, like, a little bit of caution. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay, frats? Yeah. Also, I hate all of you. Um, yeah, fuck you guys. Then she's go, oh, what the hell? I'm tired of being mature. And she chugs whatever her drink is. I don't know. I'm actually guessing it was probably like a lemon drop or something. It looked know. like it. Yeah. It was kind of like a pale yellow drink. Yeah. So, oh, those are delicious, actually. I, and I think vodka is totally pointless and I hate it. But oh. a good lemon drop is actually pretty good. Do you good. think vodka is pointless yeah, and you hate basically, it? Basically, like, it's a, like the finer, quote unquote, the vodka is, the less distinctive the flavor. Like, it's supposed to taste like nothing. nothing? Yeah. So. Not even alcohol? Like, well, no, I mean, it's supposed like to taste alcohol? like alcohol. But, like, at that point, just, like, fucking drink rubbing alcohol or something. I don't know. Headless. Don't drink rubbing alcohol, guys. But I'm just, like, it's it's the chicken of alcohol. It's only as good as what you mix it with, what chicken, sauce you pour on it. Alcohol. Yeah. Like, like, it's only as good. It's, like, so bland. Like, it's not its own thing. It's only as good as what you mix it with, what you You're pour funny, on it. You're funny, I like you. Uh, whatever, okay. <laughs> I like me too. Um, Buffy is fucked up. Yeah. She, by the way, she Sarah Michelle Gellar acted her ass off in this scene. Really? Acting drunk. drunk or stoned are like the two most difficult things possible. Because 
you when you are drunk or stoned, like you always feel very like everything feels different to you than how you sure. come across externally. Yeah. So you tend to act it how it feels to you. So like if you're a very, if you think you're a really talkative drunk, then you play one on stage and you become like super dr- like talkative, but it kind of comes across as manic and weird. And mm. like, it's, it's just a very difficult thing to play. And she did a great job. Um, but Xander did a terrible job <laughs> watching her. Sure. No, because Xander was like, I'm there to protect Buffy. Oh, yeah, and she's like watching her. I thought she meant being drunk. I was like, he did not have a sip of milk. No, I, but I was just like, he's just there, like, in the mini skirt with bra, lipstick, wig. And he's, he's a trash. terrible bodyguard. He's useless. <laughs> and he so, didn't even, like, the minute he almost, like, knocked into her and saw her, he saw a girl and went the other way. Like, Which he also, he's party. such a buffoon when it comes to talking wow. to Buffy. But then, like, any other girl, it's fine. Yeah, oh my god. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Especially Um, college level women. He's talking to them and Well, for all we know, they are all high school freshmen. You know what? You're so fucking right. (laughs) Because these fucking pervs just love them young. Yeah. Um, So then. uh, Oh, and I just wrote in all caps do not go to that room. Leave the frat house ASAP. Like, don't isolate yourself further. Uh, and she passes out on the bed and one of the frat guys comes in and he's like touching her and the other frat guy comes in and he's like, she's not here for your fun, you pervert. Yeah. You might think, oh, he's such a great guy. Look at him defending her honor. False. She's all knocked out. Nope. Spoiler alert. She's for the the serpent god. She's here for the pleasure of the one we serve. Yeah. Your fucking basement. Oh my God. Which, by the way, that basement setting, that had to be the recycled usage of, like, the master's place. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, again, looked like the set of the Phantom of the Opera. Yes, yes. Yeah. Less candles this time. A little romantic, I'm not going to lie. Without, like, the giant snake demon and all the white guys in robes. Um, And maybe one black guy, though. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. Why did he have to be a douche? Come on. Um... Giles and Willow figure out who won the bracelet and they call Angel because Willow is still trying to help Buffy out and you know be there for her girl and so she's like oh Buffy was sick don't don't bother her and then Angel shows up because Buffy he was there when Buffy found it and so he like they all decide to he's like oh that's that's the that's near the frat and she goes the the frat house Mm-hmm. Oh, Buffy went. And she has, as I put it, a come-to-Jesus meltdown. Right. Because she's like, okay, well, we were lying about my friend going here, but now I have to reveal that she is at this place and she's in imminent danger. Yeah, yeah. And she just, she calls out Giles for all you want her to do is work, 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 slay, mm-hmm. slay, slay. Like, she is a girl. She's a high school girl. Yeah. She should have a life. Fuck yeah. This Go is important. Below. Look, Go Willow below. owned it in this episode. Willow's been owning it Fuck, in the second she's the best. season. I'm oh. so proud of her. I'm feeling her. And then Angel, she just looks at him and she says, uh, you're going to live forever and you don't have time for a cup of coffee? <laughs> That one was good. And then in true Willow fashion, as soon as she's done screaming at them with her righteous indignation, she's all, okay, well, now I don't feel better and we still have to go help Buffy. She's adorable. She appeals to me a lot more than Buffy does. I love her so much. Um, Buffy, uh, we're in the subterranean setting. She wakes up. Where are we? In the basement, so far as I can tell. Thanks, Buffy. Yeah. Really? You're so genius. Um, 
Then the other girl, no one's going home, ever. One of them's different than the others. Nice. He's the one to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's Tom. Yes, who? So, Buffy, you've got great taste in men. Yeah. Like, vampire, like undead, this guy. Yeah. Um, and she figures out there's three stones out there. Fuck, there's three of us. And Cordelia's all, why did I ever let you talk me into coming here? It's like, really, bitch? Yeah, she's, I don't know. I promise, though, I love her. She's, but, but, the, but, like, these episodes, I, I admit, it's tough, okay? It's, it's, it's tough. Um, they then go to start, uh, the cult starts to sacrifice them. Uh, Angel and Xander and Buffy, or Angel, Xander, Willow, and Giles are out front of the fraternity house. And uh, the moment I made you like, I, I, you were like texting, and I was like, "Stop! You have to watch this." Oh yeah, you have to watch And he's this like, part. "They have the girls in there. They've got Buffy, Buffy in there." And he vamps out. His face looks very different. I think they switched up the makeup for him because it was less of the scowly thing. Yeah, here, it was, and it's more of the nose coming up, and yes. they went higher. It's way less Klingon yeah. from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But I just love that he's like. Buffy's Buffy. in there. Yeah, and he was like, I was like, ooh, yes, go get him. Yeah. But, okay, here's my question. That is a frat house. That is the residence of these fraternity brothers. Angel was, yeah. Angel was not invited in by them. <gasps> now, it's possible that, like, maybe it's a rule that, like, it's like a hotel, like, because the the frat house belongs to the frat guys and not like to the fraternity and not the frat guys they just live there temporarily yeah. maybe they're allowed in i did not think about that i don't know you but just always think about that i shit. just you know i really need to get a life no, um it's beautiful <laughs> fuck you it's beautiful um we find out that they sacrifice uh, the 10th day of the 10th month of the year to Makita, uh, which, by the way, my evil sister that I don't speak to because she's insane and evil, her birthday <laughs> is October 10th. <laughs> so that really hit me this time. Oh my God. That, that really cracked me up. All that right. one, that one that, made that me one laugh. Came out. No. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that one, that one made me laugh pretty hard. Um, but apparently it was like, and normally it's one woman that they sacrifice, but it was a really good year for everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, that one douche, his Argentinian junk yeah, bonds had yeah. matured, which I'll explain to you what that means later. Yeah. Cause I was like, hey. do you guys want me to do a blog post on junk bonds? I can explain that to you. It's pretty that great. great. It basically means undervalued companies. If you use like a, a you know what, I'll, we'll get into it. You explain. Yeah. Um, so they go downstairs, they're, they get distracted, like kicking ass of the guys upstairs and Willow comes in, and her line is, she's like, uh, some guy has Buffy with a sword, and there's a really big snake. Thanks, Willow. That's actually a pretty succinct way of uh, summing up the issue. get everything together. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much what's happening. Uh, but at this point, they were going to feed the Dark Lord, but Buffy has broken her chains from the ceiling. Finally. And Xander is pummeling. What, she couldn't do that <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, look, she was drugged. Her slayer she, she was drugged. Sometimes. She was drugged. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, right. I'll take like, that. I'll take that. She would have had a hard time fighting yeah. off, like, a flea. Um, so, uh, Xander's pummeling the guys upstairs. That's for the wig. That's for the bra. That's for the makeup. Blah, blah, blah. You loved it. And then Buffy finally gets her chance to go to Tom. Remember he was earlier talking about, like, 
oh, I ramble. It's my problem. Yeah, she's like, and she's like, it's much. so cute. Tom, you talk too much. Because this is a dude that's like, you bitch, I'm going to slice you up to feed him. Oh, feed yeah. Him him. She got mouthy. Damn. Yeah. He backhanded her, too. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was like, the fuck? Who do you think you are? Oh, yeah. That ain't yeah. going to fly. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck that guy. Um, And then Cordelia's all, the weirdest things always happen when you guys are around. Bitch, it's you. You basically left this shit. Uh, yeah. This whole thing was Cordelia's fault. Like, wow. uh, but but anyways, okay. Like, but and then Cordelia later is like, with the she's like younger guys are the only way to go. Yeah, <laughs> and she's don't back you, to like she owns him, and I was kind of like, I get that. Don't you love how she ran into um, Angel's arms? Oh yeah, he saved us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not your man. It's not so great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, because remember at this point Cordelia does not know about Angel. Oh. Yeah, so she legit thinks maybe she thinks he's a community college student that's tutoring just Buffy. Always hanging out with yeah. them all the fucking time. Yeah, not she, creepy at all. By the way, which is creepier, him being a two hundred and forty-one year old vampire helping them fight the forces of evil, or if he was like a twenty-one year old community college if student was that was just hanging out? Around. Community college student who was hanging—that's way more. Creepier. That's way creepier. Um, but then Giles is looking at Buffy. I told one lie. I had one drink. Mm-hmm. Well, the words let that be a lesson seem a tad redundant. Wait, what? He says that to her. He's like, well, and then you were chained up and almost sacrificed to like a giant demon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Smart. the words let that be a lesson seem a tad redundant. Yes. So let's not, let's not say it, daddy. Uh, and then we cut to them. They're reading a newspaper and apparently like graduates of this fraternity are all like losing all of their fortunes That's and right, jumping bitches. out of windows and being indicted for things. And they found they've been doing did. this this uh, fifteen years. Fifty. Fifty. Is that what they said? Fifty. 50. I they said fifteen. Yeah. Fifty. Holy fucking. And shit. I was yeah, like, they found all okay. the bones in the and, cave. Well, so here's the thing. You know how I love me some David Boreanaz. Yeah. That could have been a Bones crossover. <laughs> They're trying to identify the bones of all the girls like in the a basement. Time warp. That would have been awesome. That would be a time warp. Uh, let's do the time warp again. And so Xander goes, "Wow, starve a snake, lose a fortune. Boy, I guess the rich really are different." Ha, 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 ha. That's one of his funnier lines. Xander. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I. Oh, by the way, he's reading the newspaper at the fucking bronze. Yeah, still, I saw a donut. There was so a, I, so one donut in went, the middle of the table. Okay, what is the brunch? It's a breakfast place. It's a brunch place. It's a brunch place. But they're there at night, and he's reading the fucking newspaper. Yeah. And, yeah, I just, oh, my God. And um, Angel Buffy, comes up. Buffy's fascinating. Uh, I hear this place serves really good coffee. Mm-hmm. You want to get some sometime? And okay. she, I love, look. The thing about Buffy is she's not going to ditch her friends to ha- go have go sit over in a corner with Angel. Away. Well, no, but she's but first of all, like we don't know that she wasn't maybe leaving already. Like she mm-hmm. kind of looked like her drink was done and blah blah blah. But she was definitely like yeah, we'll maybe see. sometime. We'll see. I feel like mm-hmm. it. And of course, another shirt where like what was with the bras this episode? Oh my god. Put it here, her first shirt. The bra was a black bra going through, like, a, a lacy white one. 
like what? it was very Sex in the City, but pre-Sex in the City. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Because that last outfit, by the way, what Joyce is not letting her out of the house in that outfit? I think Joyce doesn't have control I mean, over Buffy. In all fairness, like the outfits that I left the house in, that if my parents knew, or like it would have oh been. Oh my god, it would have been a problem. Sneaking your real outfit. Oh my god. You? Well, okay. In all fairness, sneaking out in a, like an outfit my parents wouldn't approve of mm-hmm. was me wearing a shirt over a tank top and then taking the shirt over it. A tank uh, top? Like, people can see my shoulders. Poor. My porn shoulders. Yes. Yeah. So, like, in all fairness, I think it's, all these men out here. It's not the same thing. Um, a couple of final uh, notes about this one. So, super phallic. Uh, the writers purposely made the snake guy phallic. Uh, and thought it was interesting that his, the frat boys that was gained a really bad makeup to me. Too, it was that the frat boys gained strength and prosperity by worshiping a big penis-like snake who of lives course. downstairs. So uh, I like that they kind of were, you know, men are all about yeah. Themselves. Also, for the first time, but definitely not the last time, alcohol is depicted as an evil hell leakage. I don't really love that no. one. There's a couple of episodes where, like, essentially drinking leads to some really major problems. Fuck that but, shit. Yeah, but like, I, as I'm sitting here drinking this terrible, terrible, terrible wine that just still tastes like maple syrup. Terrible, 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 but you're still sipping, so. Look, it's Can't like, be that terrible. It is really bad. Is it? It is. I don't get the maple syrup you're talking about. And it's about. getting worse, like, every sip that I take. I need you to stop then. I know, me too. It's, it's just making me sad. Yeah. Oh, let's see, Angel wasn't invited into the frat house. Oh, I think those were like basically my no. Oh, this also was the first time Buffy used the sword. I don't know why to, I care about oh, that. Oh, right to to kill to ix the yeah the snake to ix guy. the nay. That's very. <laughs> I don't know. That pig Latin. <laughs> yes, to ix the nay. Let's see anything on Did my. You... Oh, at the beginning there was that tombstone that just said dad. <laughs> really fucking weird and now that i think about it it's at a frat house so now i'm like oh is it like a daddy no <laughs> no it just felt like more of a is that like a stupid been, nickname this has been going on for a very long time so like families and families and families are like buried there like on a frat like at a I frat house that is a weird place to have like it's just confusing anybody buried i don't know yeah yeah let's see same things I think I wrote date rape on here. Like, oh, you, times. you, like, from, like, point, like, one second in, you're, like, I'm getting a very date rapey vibe. Yeah. I said, oh, girl. I'm not even sure. Actually, rape. I'm not even sure this qualifies as date rape because it was, like, drugging them. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was bad. It was, it was awful. It was, like, I mean, granted, yay, the women got out. That's good. Yeah. Um, but it just... In college, that was, that was such a thing. And I know girls that would, like, blame themselves for, like, well, I shouldn't have gone back to... Well, look, I so I was in a situation where uh, I met a guy at, at a frat party at a club. And, and I was such a good girl freshman year of college. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think... Yeah, a guy had never even been, like, under my bra before, okay? Oh. Like, yeah, I was, like, super goody two-shoes. Man, you've changed. <laughs> Well, I'm married. <laughs> um, and by the way, parents who probably aren't listening to this, hopefully aren't listening to this, I never did anything till I was good and wed. Let's uh, 
Let's just put that one out. No, girl. Um, no, so, the, but, like, this guy, like, my roommate went back home for the weekend, and so I invited him over. He was so cute. And he was friends of, like, a bunch of friends. So it felt safe. Um, we made out on a pool table at the club. It was, yeah, that, that was that was pretty hot. Um, but, like, we got back to my room, and it, it just became a matter of, like, he was, like, didn't like the word no. Like, it didn't progress very far Mm -hmm. but it was I for weeks I just like walked around like I invited him into my room I'm the one that like was making out with him I'm the one that did that and it just became like I mean now I can look back and I can say wow Meg what were you thinking that that was your like that was your fault It, it wasn't like nothing you did you were just being a normal red blooded woman and you were like I'm inviting you back to my room. That is in no way code for let's go have sex. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, let's continue making out. This is fun. And then, you know, he would try to unzip my jeans. And I was like, fuck you. And I would zip them back up. And then he would, like, try to stick his hand down my pants. And I was like, fuck you. And I would take it out. And it was just, like, it went on like that. And he, at one point, like, pinned my arms above my head. And he was, like, laughing like he thought it was a game. And I finally just, like, need him and made him leave. Um... And so, you know, again, like, quote-unquote, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying, though. But, first of all, something absolutely could have. Yeah. But the other thing is just the fact that for the longest time, I sat there and was like, well, I shouldn't have invited him back to my room. Yeah. I, By the way, I hadn't been drinking or anything either. Yeah. So I, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, okay, there is an argument to be said for... Keeping yourself away from situations, certain situations will help you decrease your chances of something like that happening to you. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I don't fucking care if you have invited a guy back to your room and you said, I've got a box full of condoms, let's fuck all night. And then you get back to your room and you're suddenly like, no. nope, don't want to. Like, that's a hard stop. Yeah, right there. Like, nothing else needs to be said. That is all that matters. Yeah. But second of all... I think that's one of the reasons maybe why guys I've talked to some guys and you know, and, and this is obnoxious and this has been happening a lot in the me too movement. Like I feel like I can't talk to women anymore without being accused of doing something. And it's like, first of all, guys, it's not that hard. Number one, keep your dick in your pants. Yeah, of course. Keep your hands to yourself. Uh, unless explicitly asked, don't touch anybody in their naughty places unless specifically requested. Um, and a request like that can come. Yeah, and and, and frequently will, by the yes. way. Women like sex. Spoiler. <laughs> um, but ultimately... I just don't understand why people can't view consent as sexy. Consent yeah, is sexy. Right? Like, don't if you want somebody to want to, to have sex you, with them? Yeah, that's like the best thing ever. But, but the other thing is, look, I will agree that there is a line that... When guys are like, I never know what they mean, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> well, hold on a second. If you think about it... Women have kind of been trained to to act like their voice doesn't matter and what they want doesn't matter and they shouldn't be explicit. That's not sexy or they or it's too forward or um, maybe they don't feel like they can change their mind or like the guy paid. So shouldn't you just have to put out or like there's all these things where it's like because women aren't owning their own sexuality and owning their own rights to their own body that that muddles things for guys and and i think that that that's an argument and so you know what women 
you're in control. Don't play fucking games. The guys that want you to play games, they're not worth it. By the way, the sex not, not that all. good. Buy a vibrator. For, <laughs> Girls, like invest in yourself. Invest in a toy. Treat yourself. Please. Uh, it, it just... You know what? I think that the more that we own this... Yeah. I'm not saying this is going to fix the problems. And I'm certainly not saying if you've ever been the victim of anything, it was in any way your fault. I'm just saying, you know what? If guys are standing there and they're like, well, I don't know where the line is. You know what? Let's just make the line super fucking clear. Yeah. Let's just, let, let's just say, you know what? When I want you to grab my boob, if this is the first time that we're ever going to hook up, when I want you to grab my boob, I will put your hand on my boob. Yeah. I will say, yes, I want this. No, I don't want that. And by the way, the cops are on speed dial. My mm-hmm. Alexa will dial it for them. Like, just let's stop taking any shit. Yes. Let's just own our bodies. Have you seen that clip of that girl? I will show you later. No, I can't even remember it. But it was uh, at the slut walk. And there was this guy who was like up there and he was calling her a slut. <laughs> oh my God. And she's just like, your mom is a slut. She's like, anyone can be a slut. Like, you're def- like, why are we going along with something that someone else like trademarked and said that this is what a slut is? So, yeah, also, really by the way, girl. Oh, who the fuck cares if I am? Right? Maybe I'm still like a badass singer or actor or marketing executive or like the next president of the UN. Like, fuck you. Who cares what you do in the sheets? Consenting adults. You do you. I don't care what that is. Like, I don't care if it's blood play, if it's like bondage. Like, you could get into some. You are consenting adults. I mean, don't get me started on Fifty Shades of Grey because that's like the world's worst abusive relationship and not. Because I was going to be like, please don't start talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, But like, genuine consent is key it's beautiful like that kind of trust and intimacy is great and women and by the way also guys like i know i know some guys especially i mean especially in homosexual relationships who have gone through very similar things Mm -hmm. like if if the men out there like fucking mike pence and all of them are all i can't say anything or be alone with a woman without them misconstruing something you know we will make it really damn clear let's do that like games aren't cute Let's not play around. Let's not worry about teasing. Let's just worry about being safe and having fun and exploring our sexuality in a way that makes everybody happy because sex is something that everyone should just walk away with a smile. Not not crying. Okay. By the way, also, guys, the clitoris is real. The G-spot is real. Read a book. (laughs) Look for pictures. It's not an Illuminati conspiracy. It's there. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, Quatina. Anything else that we want to get into? No. This episode just... Got yeah, me really like the, this was not one of our funnier ones. No. Sorry about that, people. Every once in a while, though, we just have to, I think, kind of get real about some. Yeah, shit. it's okay. Starting with the next episode, it, the arc for season two really gets going. Okay, um, we're gonna get good. Spike again. Yes, babe. It's gonna be good. There's gonna be some very interesting and somewhat surprising moments uh, for a lot of people in the show. Okay. Um, and I, I think you're, I think you're going to have a good time. Okay. Okay. I look forward to it. All right. Well, as always, this was Meg, your Buffy expert. And this is Quatina, your Buffy virgin. Uh, like us, follow us on the Twitter at meet at the bronze. We've got a Facebook meet at the bronze. You can go to our website where I'm going to post a lot of follow up for the show. Meet at the meet me at the bronze.com. 
And as always, if you like us or honestly hate us, I don't really, you know, have anything to do about that. Yeah. Um, if you want to, if you want to, you know, write us a check for a million dollars, review us. Yeah. Go on to iTunes or Stitcher. Those are the, the platforms that seem to matter the most when this stuff happens. Just Google leave us a quick stars. review. You don't even have to write any words. Just click five stars. You know, that's great. We love it. Yes. Um, and so just please do that. Subscribe, like us, whatever. That tells us that people are listening and want us to keep doing this Yay. insanity. Um, and then uh, we will continue to do our blog. And you can always email us if you've got questions, comments, concerns. If you're a Nigerian prince that needs, you know, $10 million loan. Um, Hit us up because we got it totally. Yeah. Uh, just email us, meetatthebronze at gmail.com. And uh, that, I think, is the end. We will see you next time for Episode 6, Halloween Season 2. We'll see you Ooh. at the bronze. See ya. You say Halloween? That's the next episode.